0: This Mizmor does not contain any direct address to Hashem, rather it's written in the form of a reply. The Mishorer is responding to those who tell him to run away out of fear of the reshaim and he responds in this Mizmor that he is protected by Hashem and therefore need not run away. Additionally, he is confident that Hashem has providence over man's actions and will ultimately repay the Rishaim and Sadiqim according to their behavior. These themes are similar to ones we've seen in previous Mizmorim and we will also see in the next Mizmor. Um, since there is no direct request of Hashem in this Mizmor, it's possible that this may have been something said in public as a message for the people not to be swayed by the words of the Rishaim, but rather to trust in Hashem. Rashi and Radak more classically tie the Mizmor into the incident with Doeg Ha'odumi after David killed Koheninov and was being pressured to escape. In terms of structure, the first three pisukim are the words of the naysayers advising the Mishoreh to run away, and then in Pisukim Dalet tzayin the Mishoreh responds with his explanation of Hashkachat Hashem, of God's providence, and at the end of the Mizmar, we'll also point out a chiastic structure in Pesukim Hey to Zion. Aleph, Badonai Chasiti, Ech Tomeru Nudi Harchem The Mishorer here opens with the word Hashem to emphasize that he is completely faithful in and reliant on God, and he says, "In Hashem I have trusted." How can you tell me, Nudi, escape from your mountain like a bird? According to the Kri, we read this as Nudi Harchem but in the Ktiv, we can read it as Nudu Harchem which would mean that the speaker, along with his group of people, should escape. And their escape is compared to the escape of a bird, a bird who's constantly fleeing from one place to the next to escape from his, those who are hunting him. However, the mishorer is not convinced. He is not going to run away. In the next pasuk, the opponents of the mishorer give further reasons as to why he should run away. Pasuk bet. har shayim keshet, for the enemies have bent back their bow. They have fixed. They have bent back their bow. sam al They fixed their arrow on the string. The word Yidrechun that we see here is in kind of an archaic poetic form of the word Yidrechu, and we'll also see this form in the next section with the word Bimo. Lirot bimo orfel lev, to shoot from the gloom at the Lev, at the upright. In this Pasuk, we have an image of a bow and arrow, which we can see as a continuation of the image of the fleeing bird from the previous Pasuk. Just as the bird is constantly escaping the bow and arrow, so too the mishorer should escape, since his enemies are lying in ambush, waiting to shoot at him. Pasu gimel ki hashatot sadik mappaal. For the established places, they will destroy a sadik. What can he do? Here, the enemy is likened to a band of troops who come into the city and destroy Hashatot, its foundations. And with this description, we have the idea that the enemy can completely overtake the Sadiq to the point of Sadiq mapa'al. What can a Sadiq really do? Or another way of seeing it is Sadiq, tzidkata Sadiq, being righteous, what will that really do for a person? And in the next Pasuk, the Mishorer gives his response. Pasuk Dalet. Adonai behechal kocho, Adonai bashamayim kiso. Hashem is in his holy place. Hashem in the heavens is his seat. Here we contrast the alleged power of the Reshaim, who can destroy the foundations, with Hashem's mighty power. Hashem is described as reigning from the heavens, an image that connotes power, as well as omniscience, so while the enemies belittle the Sadiq and his abilities, the Mishorer, mishorer descri- demonstrates his confidence by describing Hashem, his source of his source of strength. Continuing in the pasuk, Einav Yechezu Bine Adam. His eyes can see. His Afapav, which literally means eyelids, but this word also can parallel eyes, so his eyes will probe man. Although Hashem is above, and the Rishayim are shooting from the dark, Hashem will still note their actions and ultimately judge them. Pasuke. Adonai Tzadik Yivchan. Hashem probes the righteous. Yivchan in this pasuk builds on the word Yivchanu that we saw in the last pasuk, meaning that Hashem will, play, will pay close attention to the Sadiq. He will have hashkacha on the Sadiq. However, virasha, the rasha will be treated differently. Chamas, However, the rasha and the lover of injustice, his heart hates. Here we see a case of midak keneged midah. He who loves wickedness will be hated by Hashem, the one who loves good. Again, the Mishorer is emphasizing that Hashem is on his side by saying, Don't tell me to run away. It's those who live lives antithetical to God who should be running. Pasuk vav. al pachim, esh gofrit minat kosam. He rains coal on the wicked, fire, gofrit, sulfur, and stormy winds are their lot. Here we get the full thrust of Hashem's loathing of the, those who love evil. Using language that is reminiscent of Sidom and Makat Barad, two instances of utter destruction of evil, the Mishorer foretells a complete destruction of the Rishayim. This destruction will come to them as Minat Kosam, their just deserts. Some Mefarshim point out that the word Kos specifically denotes a measuring cup uh, that was used to measure drinks. So in that reading, the evil or the destruction that will come upon the Rishayim is an exact punishment for their actions. Pasuk Ki Adonai Yashar For Hashem is righteous, righteous acts. He loves the upright. Behold his face. The Mizmor closes as it opens with an expression of trust in Hashem. Hashem will have Hashkacha over the Sadiqim, thereby illuminating their faces, um, similar language to what we hear in the Berachav Yahya Hashem Panav Elecha in Kohanim. Just to point out, in Pisukim He we have a small chiastic structure where in Pasuk Hay we open with Adonai tzaddik Khan, the Hashkacha over the tzaddik, and we have we close with a similar idea in Pasuk Zain. and in between, in the end of Pasuk Hay and the entire Pasuk Vav, we have the description of the punishment of the Rasha. And the way we can understand this structure is that the providence and reward of the tzaddik, and in contrast to that, the punishment of the Rasha, are two sides of one coin. Just as Hashem will naturally watch over those who follow him, he he will also naturally destroy those who do not represent his ways.